El podcast más chingón. Puras entrevistas machín. What up? It's your boy Chingo Blingo with the Big Tamarindo. And I have a tour that is coming to your city. And the motherfucking show is lit. We're killing it, man. I love the feedback. I want to just give the biggest, best laughs, as many laughs as possible. We're coming to Midland, Texas, March 2nd. We have Waco, Texas, March 15th. And of course... Corpus Christi, Corpitos, March 28th. Again, all tickets and info are on chingobling.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another beautiful episode of the What Did He Said podcast. You're supposed to back me up on that part. Oh my God, beautiful? It's a beautiful episode. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Because well, I'm looking at you, baby. You know what I'm saying? Words just start popping yeah. into my brain. Is it you, Valentine's Day already? I, I just, it's we don't do there. Valentine's Day, Rob. Oh. You know, welcome to another luscious. We have Valentine's Day every day. Welcome to another curvaceous episode. <laughs> welcome to another thick, fine episode. Yo, it's the What Did He Said podcast. We are back from the road. First of all, shout out to everybody that came to the shows in West Palm Beach and also two shows in Miami. Especially a big shout out to Homestead, Florida, because... Bro, it was like everybody was, in the audience was from Homestead. People were like, you should have just did it in Homestead because <laughs> that's who's here. Yeah. How far is that from the club? From the club itself, mm. I really don't know. But I know Homestead is like just south of Miami. Cool. And we ate some really good mac and cheese at a world famous House of Mac. Is that really like world famous mac and cheese? Well, I mean, shit. We don't know if it's world famous. I mean, I don't, I don't know, know if people in Germany. I don't know if people in Germany know what's up. But it's damn good. It I, had the, I had the crab. Ooh. The lump crab one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those. Would you yeah. Have? She, well, she just slurped on the mic. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I had the Pizza Mac. Ooh. So it had like, apparently it's pork free. So it had like pepperoni and it had like sausage and stuff. And of course, a ton of cheese. All kinds of cheeses were happening. Uh, Midnight had the lump crab because he wouldn't shut up about it. Yeah, the lump crab one, though. <laughs> and, uh, and shout out to my boy Teach. Uh, I was he, just going to say, yeah. My boy Teach, he managed Pitbull for many years. And uh, he's like a mainstay in the hip hop scene in Miami. Uh, so as soon as you walk in, man, it's in the Wynwood area, which was difficult to park. Um, so busy it used to be industrial it's, it's right there by overtown but it, it used to be like warehouses and stuff but it slowly started converting to like an artsy type of scene and then they started having like the sidewalk cafe it's almost eateries. like that whole little area where you know like eighth wonder is mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that lucky's pub that's what it looked like to me kind right? kind of with a lot of art with though, a, a lot, lot more art with like you have to download an app just to fucking park yeah. so like my phone was dead right. everybody was starving and uh, my buddy from high school, shout out to my boy, uh, JR, he, um, we were meeting up there and they found parking quickly. So they're probably just looking around like, fuck, man, this dude's phone's dead. He's flaky. That was shit. pretty cool. They hadn't seen each other in 20 years, like, right? About a good 20. What? Yeah, easily good 20. Yeah. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, right? you're, you're, you're dating me. You're saying how old I am. <laughs> but, um, but man, like I said, man, shout out to Homestead, Florida. We had a great time. Shout out to um, Luis Juarez, Midnight, Bryson Brown, and uh, Rick Gutierrez. Uh, that were on the road with us, man. So it was live. the The van was lit. The van was lit. The Boy. tour is officially the off fucking, the ground, dude. The Cuban coffee, Jesus Christ. Okay, we were like crackheads, literally, with this Cuban coffee. Like That's two in the I morning. Want. We were like, yes. Have you had Cuban coffee? No. Oh, Rob, I and you love, are a coffee lover. Okay, coffee. so if you're a coffee lover, Jesus. It's, it's funny because I was telling him that a while. I know this is so insignificant. Jesucristo, it's not Jesus. It's Jesucristo. I was watching an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, right? And Chloe is in Miami. The thick and one. She, 
the thicker one yeah mm-hmm. and she she was talking about how she it was in the middle of the night and she was craving this coffee and she was on a mission to find this day and i was like what is the i mean i've had cuban coffee when i've gone to miami but we had a what is it called um what? the coffee that we had it i mean it's cuban coffee but there's a specific one that we had we had uh oh uh colada colada so long story short, man, shout out to Sergio's. Um, that's like the main, also La Carreta. Uh, those are the main Cuban restaurants that I know of. And uh, they even have a Sergio's in the airport in Fort Lauderdale. <clears throat> so we, mid, it's midnight, Sol and myself. And uh, after we're done eating our Cuban food, we wanted some little coffee. And we ordered a, a colada, but I wanted my own colada. And I wanted my own. It's like everybody get their own colada, right? And she, the lady's like, share. the lady's like, mm-hmm, no silly, silly Tex-Mex guy. <laughs> Eso no se hace aquí en Dorazuela, you know, because in Dora, Florida, they, they call it Dorazuela because a lot of Venezuelans. So anyway, it's a little bitty cup with like straight espresso and a shit ton of sugar. It's a shit ton of sugar. It's like Coca-Cola on Coca-Cola. It's straight. Like the sugar and the caffeine hits you at once, but they give you these little bit a stack of um. Like the little Listerine shot glasses. They're that small. That's how you're supposed to drink the coffee. And what? it's fucking delicious. Delicious. It's I mean, you can have more than one. I mean, we were having like... Yourself, set, yeah, pace yourself. Although, to be honest with you, I thought I was going to have a, a hard time going to sleep. No. I was straight. We were also doing a shitload of stuff all day. So we played basketball. Right. We were out there. We saw that. Who rehearsed yeah. for four hours. Yeah. He rehearsed for four hours, which that was cool. Yeah. So... You want to talk about that? Uh, a little bit. Um, so <clears throat> shout out my boy Rick Gutierrez. He's like my coach, right? He's an OG. He's been doing comedy for like 27 years. And uh, he knows his shit. And he's helping me take my my tour and my live show to the next level, performance-wise and, and everything. So for the first two hours, man, we're out there in the lobby along with Midnight and Luis. And we're going through like my script, you know, for my show. Like, look, man, you know, maybe rearrange it like this. Maybe take those words out, blah, blah, blah going through the, the segues, connective tissue, you know? And then we took a break. And then the next two hours, we stole a conference room because we didn't want to pay for that shit. So we snuck in that motherfucker and we closed the door behind us and boom, he's like, all right, that's the stage. We're here. Now it's time to perform. We're working on performance. And uh, so then I had to like run through the set. It's like, stop, go back, energy up, stop, go back. That character needs to be more defined. It's your dad. He needs to be more over the top. You know, a little like a, it's good having a director because we want this show to be as best as it could be. And we're putting in the work, man, whatever's necessary. And, um, and you know, I, I think it'll show. So if you go to chingobling.com, you can get <laughs> your tickets. We're coming to Midland, Waco, Corpus Christi. Those are the next three. Yes. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy how I was just going to look up the, sorry, the tour dates, um, how fast everything has happened. I was planning the tour just joke in joint July. is tonight yeah joke, yeah. yeah and chingo de mayo is right around the corner yep man yeah and it's summertime all right vacations where are we going for yeah. the summer like, and yeah. we're in la for june we're yeah. in la for june oh that's right duh and yeah. spain perhaps for vacation right perhaps. maybe yeah, we got to figure it out we're not we haven't figured that part out yet um yeah. but trying to find a cool place to, we always take uh, mickey for somewhere for her birthday we didn't get to last year because well, we was should, having a we baby. should definitely go somewhere fun for July. And uh, I guess, you know, it's, it could be my baby's pick, whatever you want to do. Hey. Boo, boo. You know, so we're right. going to start couples out there who are listening to this. Try this. His friend who we met up with, mm-hmm. his wife said, oh, it's his turn to plan our anniversary trip. I said, what? And she looked at me wait like, a what minute. you done plan, boy? I was like, wait, so y'all take turns planning it? Yes. <sighs> 
genius. So I gave him the scoop. I said, look, man, Mexico City, stay at Hotel Stanza, right there in, in Roma. What's that noise? Somebody's working outside. Next door, I think. Oh. If you hear it through the mic, it's just... Is it the neighbors working on the fence? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, he had me looking bad, but I said, look, man, uh, Mexico City, Colonia Roma, Hotel Stanza, there's a park across the street, take your child, get you some fucking churros. You know, there's plenty of... Um, all I know is that moving forward, and, starting now, guess who? How we're gonna do planning for? Oh, trips. it's nothing. He already, my boy. He he done been to uh, Thailand and all types of shit. I'm be like, man, just send me your itinerary. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> we gonna swap itineraries. That's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, I, hey, you just tell me what month. I'm I'm gonna come up with something dope. You're going to be like, why are we always going to Brazil? Yeah. Look, don't worry about what the fuck. I'm, I that's go where to my Brazil. friend went. And that's the That's where my room. friend went. Because I do jujitsu, and that's where yeah. it's from. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Acaibo. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on the beach doing capoeira. That's what the fuck going on. So going back to this coffee thing. Yeah. So I came back so motivated with coffee. So I make cafe de olla. Homemade cafe de olla. So that. if you want some, oh, yeah? there's some in the fridge. Dope. Look. People want the recipe. We can't give. I know. I feel so bad. People keep asking me for the can't. recipe, and I really want to give it to them, but we can't. I can't. This, this might be a business opportunity, and mm-hmm. I don't think we want to just. It's the so Colonel's good. recipe. No joke, and it's strong as AF. Oh, oh. Speaking of AF, I'm on the plane. I'm wearing the Latino as fuck hoodie. And this nice little white lady says, "Oh, Latino, Latino AF. What does the AF stand for?" And I whispered in her ear, I said, as fuck. <laughs> and she busted out laughing. It was the funniest thing but she I heard. Think, I think she but heard as with two S's. Like fuck. as fuck. Like. <laughs> and so it was funny because like, she was laughing. Like fucking a Latino and ass, basically. <laughs> that's we, what she interpreted. I think, the, yeah, that's when he said not that. Me, I was not like, like really? you're super Latino. It was funny because I went to go sit down and that lady was still laughing. I was like, yeah. it wasn't that funny. Yeah, it was that loud. Seriously. She went on for a hot minute. So much has happened. We're trying to update Rob here, like on everything that we experienced. Well, all I know is that lady likes booty play, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, this so, morning we did a urban jungle. What is the name of that class? It's a what's well, a fighter conditioning class, and it's the or, hardest cardio class or the, the cardio fucking, kickboxing class. If that's what they want. Do you know to call the instructor to shout her out or him? Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. Okay. Mm-hmm. This fucking class is hard as balls, bro. It's hard. It's difficult. Yeah, it's so. a friendly reminder every time I go. Even when I was at my best shape, like when I was, I would go there for my cardio for like bodybuilding. It was like, damn, there's, is there, I used to I always tell her, I'm like, is there ever going to be a day that I come to your class and I don't feel winded? Like, I don't feel like, oh my God. And I, she has her clock sits at the bottom. And so all I do is I'm watching it. I'm like, shit, how much longer? Oh, God. <laughs> We still have 45 and it's damn hard. And that, so the first 30 minutes is like kick, kick, knee, ninja kick, uppercut, uppercut, left, hook, you know, jab, jab, roundhouse, roundhouse, kick, crescent, knee. And it's like, now we're going to add three knees. Kick, kick, crescent, crescent, (laughs) uppercut, uppercut, roundhouse, roundhouse, ninja kick, ninja kick, knee, knee, knee. And then we do pads and then there's no break. It's like she gives you a quick break to go get water before we start the the second half of the class, which is pads. So mitts or pads, yeah. Yeah, and so then it's like when you partner up and we're kicking and punching. and So it's like 30 Almost like a little Muay Thai... I guess mm. class combination of yeah. of everything. Talk so. about content. That'd be good content to get y'all doing that. Well, I was gonna record it, but I was seriously. I usually she she lets me too. She's there's no phones allowed, but because uh, she knows that I do it for the sake of my social media. Sure. Um. I 
I was just honestly so winded. I had like, I'm like, fuck, fuck that I'm not going to go get fuck the phone. Fuck that phone. I'm not going to put this on you. I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not ready to expose myself yet, you know? So no but it's it's good and um but it'll be like elbows for 30 seconds sprawl and then it's and then like, punches like and then left, it's this, right, this right, combo left. where it's like left right right left so left and, and so it's like your it's your right, brain is right, thinking it's left. so early in the morning and you're just like trying to take it all it in. wakes you up yeah but we've been doing this thing where i really have been wanting to have a routine right because we we are our schedule obviously you know mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. it's never like it's always crazy. Something is always happening. Even our babysitter always says, she's like, y'all got something new. Man, y'all got something day. new every day. And it's I was like, like anti-routine, but we want routine. And um, we want routine. We really do. So we've been very, last couple of days, we've been strict about going to bed at 11. Uh-huh. So now we've just been shutting it down. So we'll watch the baby goes to sleep. We'll watch a little bit of TV. Even if we're not done with watching with whatever we're watching, we're still going to bed at 11. Plus, all this exercise makes you tired anyway. <laughs> so, like, I did lunges one day, and I'm like, God damn. I feel like I went and got ass shots in Miami. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. What's happening? First of all, in Miami, it's like a Bad Bunny video everywhere you go. It's like, Jesus Christ. Everyone has surgery, and it's like, okay, my fucking waitress has veneers and, like, tummy tuck and ass shots. And it's like, I'm at a fucking 99 cent store, and this is the cashier. She could be in a video. In a video. It's I mean, like everywhere like you go, perfection it's like, everywhere you go. But, <laughs> no but. pun intended, I was reading in the USA Today, and, and supposedly over there in Miami, they're very aggressive with like having these little clinics pop up, and motherfuckers dying, and, but they have a way of like, okay, we just changed the name of the clinic, but they're running commercials, and people are like, it's in our culture and society, it's such a big deal, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, waist to hips ratio and the, the big booty and all this. But it's like people dying and the article is showing like the lady texted her friend pray for me cheryl i'm about to go into my surgery and i'm finna have a fat ass or whatever <laughs> and it's like she never made it oh damn. or like they're piercing they're, they're like taking fat out of one area and then sticking it in the booty but they fuck around and pierce the vein or they go through the muscle or like complications and infections and people dying right there in, in they said it's a little um a shopping mall a strip mall next to a, between a barbershop and like something else. So they're just like putting them anywhere, like just a clinic. I'm not a, I'm not against plastic surgery, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like. We're not against rap. <laughs> We're not against rappers. <laughs> but we are against those things. Anyway. <laughs> Go on. We're not against booties. We're not against booty shots. <laughs> um, We're against dying. Yeah, exactly. Over being vain. It's, but, but here's the other thing when Pete was like, well, yeah, check this out. Because I'm like, it's. If you want to go get them done, get it done, right? But at least go to a legit person, like somebody who is licensed. How many people have you killed? Yeah, basically, I guess. Like, so there's this doctor. That I'm obsessed with following this doctor. His name they call him. Um, What's his name? Doctor Cabral, uh-huh. but he's like known as the Barbie doctor because he's in the Dominican Republic, and he leaves these girls. First Rob. of all, the before. Jesus Christ. The before Rob. was like, ooh. The before, like not even drunk, I think a guy would hit it. Not even, no. <laughs> not even. Like the no, before. No, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. The before, like, God I'm, damn, girl. Like, what? Is, what? Yeah. And then. You just don't, like, it, straight up, I'm not trying to, like, generalize all the women's before pictures, but it looks like you on the couch eating buku Twinkies. <laughs> and then. Like, anti-exercise. The after math is, is like. like J-Lo. Bro, J Lo. No, like, like it exact. Okay, who? Heavy word. Yeah, exactly. Because J Lo is perfection. Yeah. 
perfection is what they end up. Their boobs are like Okay, perfect. Cardi B. They damn near be looking like Cardi B, but before they looking sloppy doppy. <laughs> sloppy doppy. Like, yeah. like just, whoa, like the belly swings one way. They look like melted cheese. Like, like man, I'm telling you, go to, uh, I'm going to send you the link. To, okay. I mean, I feel the, like I've his, heard that name. I'm going to send name. you his. Well, he's all, he's also had a few die on him. <laughs> But his ratio, okay. Okay. But he's only like one out of a hundred. And I only know that because I went on YouTube to, to look him up, mm-hmm. right? And um, not because I want to go or I'm going, um, but because my mom was saying, she's like, do you know that a bunch of women have died, you know, go getting surgery with him? And I said, really? I looked him up. I mean, it's not a lot of women. It's, at just, the, like it's, it's just like four, a handful. Okay. And then they ex- he explains one of them had other medical issues which made the surgery complicated so they've all had other issues it wasn't because of his surgery he does so many of them though i don't know how he could fuck up yeah he does so many of them so he does everything like head to toe head like, to toe. I, well, I, don't, I don't know if he does face faces, i think i know he does body for sure because he's the brazilian barbie. thing brazilian butt lift that's like so now popular. with that butt you know you ever see a girl and you just notice like obviously the, it's not the legs real don't the match. legs don't match and it looks weird it depends on i guess the doctor and what what yeah. type of legs they were working with and how how exaggerated and crazy they went with the booty where it's like what yeah it's, come on right because then because you're right that's the thing once it's obvious, it just kind of takes away. It does. It's like no hamstring development, like, no man, quads. Well, you say that because Don got a booty. Well, yeah, Don got does. a donkey donk. For sure. So okay. For so. sure. But still, but even like the girls at the gym, like I've known a lot of uh, just people to do procedures like that, to where it's like that shit. Don't, it literally looks like you got balloons inflated in your ass, and you have like hot dog, like uncooked hot dog legs. So you know how I said that. Now I know why women um, get. Uh, epidurals when they have a baby yes. right okay it's it's been so hard to get back to where i was now i know why moms get the mommy makeover after having a baby right because it's like so hard to get your one i was breastfeeding so i couldn't work out too much or i would lessen the milk that i was barely able to produce you know but it's been like hard now that i've been actually two, at it two cuban coffee that's what he brought me on after giving birth a burrito, a burrito. yes oh, a burrito right. I, I, I couldn't even eat it though i couldn't From eat Arandas? it i was like yes I was like, well, this I've always is wanted in- to do that big burrito challenge. Not the challenge, but the big burrito they have. They yeah. have a big burrito challenge? Not a challenge, but it might as well be. It's like a, a California burrito, I think. Really? Mm. They call it. It's fucking huge. Does it have fries in it? I don't know. Okay. Because when you go to San Diego, What's make sure you get your fucking California burrito. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. I, would, I can see now why women would do it. If I had a second child, I might consider something like that. I didn't even know what the term mommy makeover was until recently. I didn't know either until I heard about all the celebrities. Actually, my midwife was the one that told mm-hmm. me about it. She was like, because uh, every time she'd make me get on the scale, I'd be like, I don't want to get on it. You know, and she'd be like, just go get your mommy makeover if you're so concerned about it. You know? <laughs> and I was like, mommy makeover? What's that? So I looked it up, and it's like a liposuction, a tummy tuck. And a breast lift, right? And a breast lift, yeah. I'm not into And ass shots. Yeah, right? They just sneak that in there. Like, I'll go ahead and do the booty, too. You come out the hospital looking like you in a bad bunny. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my No, let's talk about this Firefest documentary. 
let's because apparently we just found out we saw two different things documentaries yeah i saw well he did say he did say there was two the ones that the guys the jerry production or jerry media i think they made one too uh, or something like that or alongside uh billy mcfarland Mm. and uh netflix but so first the setup here's the setup so a while back i don't know how long ago this was um, 16 i think 2016 we started some people saw on um on Instagram, especially if you follow a lot of influencers, everyone's screen went orange and they tagged Firefest, right? So that was their marketing scheme and they had influencers and they had a sizzle reel, like they shot a little commercial in the Bahamas and it was supposed to be this luxury a weekend in the Bahamas with like the best, like Migos, Lil Yachty, all these motherfucking uh, Blink-182 Blink or somebody. Like random. random. Like all these fucking bands and shit and it was supposed to be like Coachella, the new Woodstock, but on an island. And long story short, the dude I think is in jail, or he's facing time because he like six years. That's all they gave him. Six years, yeah. That's what they call wolf tickets. You out there selling some shit don't even exist. Like you bullshit. And I guess he had that habit, that little pattern of like, oh, I can get you tickets to Hamilton. I can get you tickets to Beyonce and Jay Z. I can. And he was just like robbing Peter to pay Paul and getting all these crazy loans and investors and fucking people over. Mm-hmm. And my moral of the story is this: if you're going around fucking people over. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. It's not going to last. It seems like he had a 10-year run. <laughs> yeah. But come on, man. You can't go around fucking people He over. was living in a penthouse. Yeah. like Russian girlfriend and shit. She's standing by him, though. She's reading really? letters. She waiting and the documentary money. we saw. Um, but she was clowning. She's like, oh, look, he calling me right now. <laughs> Let's explain that, too. Like, I saw the one on Netflix. You said you saw the one on Hulu. Mm-hmm. What was, was it also called Fire? Uh, it was like... Fire fraud. Fire mm. fraud. Okay. I saw fire. I guess it was just called fire. Or Firefest Duck. Okay. I think it's a Netflix one, which I need to watch next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm j- I was just blown away, but like, okay, for one, motherfuckers bought tickets to some shit. Like, okay, for one, people got fooled. That part was entertaining. The second part was like Ja Rule's stupid ass. Like, you know, like, come on, bro. After a while, you you had to kind of like peep game. Like, this dude's full of shit. And your name is attached to this. You can't go around attaching your name to stuff that, <laughs> God damn, that you don't really have control over. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then the audacity of this kid, this 25-year-old, like, they kept throwing millennial at his ass, like, the name. But it's like, dude, the audacity. Like, you, what, what world do you live in? Where it's like, hey, man, we're short $2 million to pay staff and this and that. He was just giving everybody excuses. The runaround. <laughs> But he was borrowing money and borrowing money. And then selling, uh, okay, well, General Mission sold out. Uh, now we're just going to sell these VIPs. That didn't even Well, exist. he lied. It wasn't, General Mission wasn't sold out. They he, just did he that said to. That. So he could hurry and, and make, make this money. money back for mm-hmm. this loan. Right. From this loan shark. Dude, it's so crazy. A lot of people learn shit from there. Like those influencers, like at the end of it, I don't know about the Hulu one, but they say like this was all sparked by a dozen, you know, influencers at hashtag Firefest. Kendall. Right, and if you don't put hashtag ad or advertisement, you could have some ramifications too. Oh, oh. You, it's almost like your cosign. Exactly. So, well, for that's wh- like me. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't have. I'm. I don't have influencer numbers, but I do get hit up by mom brands mm-hmm. to you know um, advertise their stuff. stuff. You know, or one one was asking like who, if I was who in, hitting you up, <laughs> and um, one I one of them. It's funny because they're baby carriers. Remember the baby carrier people. And I said, hmm, I said, well, I, I do wear my baby. Um, I've yet to receive the baby carrier, right? And they were like, well, we're also looking for someone to... My point is, I don't accept, like, 
just anything from anybody because if I don't believe in it, I don't use it. It's it's shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put my name behind it because they're going to be like, oh, well, she well, she said again, I don't have influencer numbers, but I do have a following. It'll reflect on and you. It'll reflect sure. on me. So, you know, I think another lesson these influencers will learn not only that you could be implicated on some criminal mm-hmm. shit, but it's like you can't go around co-signing everything. Yeah. Do not go around co-signing every fucking thing. And I'm going to give you an example. Uh, someone who is in a certain department at a certain brand hit me up one time like hey um <clears throat> you know are you gonna watch the fight or something it was like oh, a yeah. couple years ago and it's like uh yeah maybe i might i might order it and it's like okay we want to send you a gift card um and it'll buy the product that you'll have at your party so on and so forth and it'll cover the expense of the uh fight ordering the fight mm-hmm. okay well how much is it it was like 350 bucks or something like that and it's like you know what man um we got like over a million people on here on Facebook alone. So, uh, yeah, I'm cool. Let me know when you want to talk for real, for real. Yeah. Like on, real on, on a real yeah. level. And guess what? The next day, all these little influencers were like, hey, I'm watching the fight. Shout out to hashtag whatever, whatever, hashtag ad. And I'm like, damn, all y'all took the bait. So not like, I'm not like, yo, we need to have a union and no <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. But my thing is this. Try to have other shit going on. Thankfully, I have, um, you know, stand up and music and a podcast and, you know, merch and all kind of shit. Uh, real estate. No, I'm talking about. No. But. Diversifying. Yeah. Portfolio. Don't don't be so just one dimensional on some. I'm going to be an influencer. Right. Because it's just so limiting because it's like you're just a cheerleader and you're having to constantly come up with ways to promote shit that ain't even yours. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, I saw this little. uh. It was this trailer. It's for some show. I think it's on Facebook Watch. But they were they were clowning. It was like a mockumentary or something. And they were clowning some girl. She was like, "I'm gonna." Be, so what's your plan, Stacy? She's like, "I'm gonna be an influencer." It's like, mm. "Oh, what is that?" She's oh, like, that's right, "She's that's like, right. well, I'm gonna put like cool captions and come up with content." And and they're like, "Well, what kind of content? You know, content like selfies and da da da." And they're like, "What's your end goal?" She's like. Well, you know, get my numbers up and then brands will reach out. Then I can be like an ambassador. And they're like, but then what? You know, they're yeah. like, and they're just like ambassador, you know, it was hilarious because it, it breaks that down. But anyway, back to fucking Firefest, man. <laughs> I need to watch the Netflix one. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch that. Watch that <sighs> one together. We can't tonight, but so so Kendall, she fucking stuck her neck out there and yeah. she went along with it. So did she get her money? I think she was one of the, the first one, and she got like what was it like two hundred and fifty grand or um, something. Like that? They say, well, I don't know if that's what she got, but they said that's probably what she was charging at the time mm. for a post. And they were saying like her impact is really, really significant because she has the ability. This is why it's so important to be picky as an influencer. She has the ability to take like some startup brand with no recognition, and overnight people are gonna know who the fuck that document um the festival is they're gonna follow the account now they're that's on somebody's radar so she gave them value she gave them visibility what she fucked up is they didn't do their fucking homework or not she but whoever manages whoever approved Mm -hmm. it it could have been her i don't know who the fuck approved it ultimately maybe her mom but oh yeah whoever it was i mean again hey man it's a quarter million dollars (laughs) yeah if hey man fucking tickets fuck that festival you get on the plane, hell no. Nah. But guess what? I'm going to the bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I don't knock her because it was worth the risk. Yeah. But 
anyway, my point is this: she was looking bad, especially Ja Rule. That was. I I still didn't. And, and then we uh, on the Hulu one, they show him doing a podcast where he uh, na- where he actually has literally created the app that this the whole thing was supposed to be an app. That's the thing. If the fire, if the festival hadn't been such a shit show, the app seemed to be like it would have been a fucking amazing. That's thing. what I told him. But he was like, so so then he said, Tom, he goes, you think agents would allow that? Well, no, but now it creates for these allows these these uh, celebrities or, or you know performers to be independent right. and not need that middleman, yeah. babe. Yeah, but what are you getting hit up for? Bar mitzvahs and quinceañeras and weddings. Maybe? Hey, if your price is right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But- if somebody paid you. A, a good little 50000 just to go do some music at their quinceanera. Are you going to go? Look, first, I'm going to start with cutting a cake. And then we're going to do a big <laughs> a selfie. And then we're going to go like, it's okay. a I'm going to ride in the limo. It's a package. I'm going to ride in the limo with the family. You know? Yeah. If you're going to drop like, 50000 I'm going to be like, oh, for, Chingo, you go. Uh, I just got a request for, for 50000 50, For 55000 I'm going to cry and do a speech. <laughs> I'm going to need you to go. I'm I'm a, I'll I'm do a, the toast. I'm going to be like, Listen. look, I'm, I'm her godfather. And I, I help, you know, I, I know her since she was a little girl. I will do. I will go ahead and do the VIP line for you. Okay. He's going to yeah, be there. That's, that's 56000 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So whenever it's funny because we do get hit up. Yeah. Does he perform? For, I mean, you've seen. Yeah. You've seen. Does he no, DJ sure. weddings? I'm like, I'm like what? No. all kinds of stuff. It's like I I get offended. If it, I am a nationally touring. Well, and even headliner. then, even then, when people request that, I think that in their brain they're thinking, oh, what can it possibly cost? A thousand dollars. That's the first thing I think is that there's what no I, there's no they don't like to them there's nothing that they can like there's no similarities to yeah. anything that they know i guess it's like okay you're asking me if they can if he can dj or perform at your wedding okay do you know what our minimum is going to be and you're probably not going to be able to just do for it. me to walk out the house you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it's got to be worth it i've been a, a, you're so you're wanting me to keep him from going and do a comedy show where i know uh-huh. we will the do alcohol. great or or I could be on a couch smoking weed, drinking wine. Exactly. What I'm saying is, what I'm getting at or, is, or I could be jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, I could be a jujitsu working on my chokes. There you go. Nah, but anyway, it's, it's not about me. Uh, I know. I, I'm point, just saying the yeah. po- what that app though. I mean, I thought it was like, a cool idea. So y'all trying to jaw rule me? So jaw rule uh, now is actually running this app. So he went off according to this created to, like he created. Of his, his version, version of it really at the end of the Netflix one, it did say what he did, but I didn't know it was the app. I didn't yes. know he took that idea. A different, pr- he took that idea, yes, and oh, named okay. it something different. I, I don't know if that's gonna work. Maybe with like C list, D list motherfuckers, yeah. it's like, man, look, I got rent to pay, <laughs> and you remember me from uh, that one show or something, or somebody but who didn't use popping, their, who done who didn't invest their money too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, Ja Rule must have been investing real good in his career. Like, when's the last? I didn't heard of him forever. <laughs> you know what I think happened? This is what I think happened. These were some dweeb motherfuckers. That this was like the first cool black dude that they met. Like, oh, it's fucking Ja Rule, and he raps. <laughs> and they were just like, hey, we've got a little edge, right? Because they're like, we're techie, and this guy gives us a little bit of street cred. Cause he's from Queens. He fucking, you know, yeah, he fucking battled Fifty Cent. Uh, Fifty ended up getting shot over the shit. Um, he was in the Fast and the Furious. That's what I think it was. It was like some dweeb type shit where it's like, hey, Ja, you want to roll with us? And instead of him being like, man, y'all some dweebs, bro. I don't really, I can't just kick it with y'all all the time. But it was like footage after footage after footage after footage. We're like, Ja, you ain't got nothing else better to do than to be in the Bahamas with these dweeb ass motherfuckers. Smoking cigars, drinking beer, just doing like- speeches, uh, uh, to live life. Uh, it's murder. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I don't even know the last time I even... I thought he had totally fallen That's off. What I'm saying. Didn't even... I mean, kinda, I mean, but good for him, kind of, I guess. Nah, man. I think this is a bad look. Because you, like, Kendall stuck her neck out, but you really stuck your neck out. Like, all the way out. Yeah, but Kendall at least made money off That's of what it. I mean. He's going to jail. That's what I mean. Or he is in jail. And Sorry. He, he was... Ja Rule? No, Billy. No, no, no. That. Yeah, he went on Drink Champs, and he was like, yeah, it was kind of like my idea initially, overall, in general. It's like, dude, they're going to play all that back in court. Yeah. Your co-defendant is like, yes, keep talking. <laughs> Fuck. You know. Yeah, it was It crazy. was a trip. It was fire. So yeah, was, yeah, 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 literally. I need, to, yeah, I, need to watch, uh, I need to watch the Netflix one, and... um. I wonder what Adam Scorgey, uh I know what I, he thinks about if he's seen it. Uh, we didn't get to see him at Sundance. Adam oh no! Yeah. Nah. How was, was that? Cold, hectic, crowded, and cold. I was okay. I wasn't that cold. When you ain't got no tickets, hmm. you know, <laughs> you ain't got all the passes. But to go here's everything. here's it's funny. We met a couple who told me download the app and you'll be able to be on a waiting list. And I'm like, to see mm. some of the movies and I was shit. Like, I don't do waiting list, whatever. It just sounds dumb. Like I'm not going to do it. But my dumbass didn't know that it also tells you where to go for all the free events where that you can attend. Not that we couldn't afford it. Cause we just went from talking like we're ballers <laughs> like a second ago. Okay. So speaking of that, we slept on buying the tickets because we were going to purchase the package where like it was like uh panels and uh, i don't know how many um complicated com- it shit. was like weird and i was like can you ask your friend which one i need to buy oh, yeah, like yeah. i don't know My i was boy, like he didn't end up going but he's like nah man we got you on extra pass and this that and the other mm-hmm. so that's why i didn't end up buying them gotcha. but salt lake was great we, it was what two sold out Two sold out shows. Two sold out shows in Salt Lake First City. First time Kicking there. It off there. Yeah, and it was yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and we wanted to snowboard, but we oh, didn't, didn't do that either. We didn't have enough time. It was like this is our off day. Hmm. It's either we're gonna do Sundance or and like snowboard. go to the panel and, and hmm. stuff, walk around or or snowboard. And we attended. Um, God damn, sorry, they're all working. They're <laughs> like all good. They're uh, fucking with the astroturf. The panel we went to, it was like HBO Latino. It, they had a, um, an agent up there from CAA, I believe. Mm-hmm. These are all Hispanic people. A lady from Remezcla. And then we had uh, um, Beatriz from Me Too. And like the vice president, some shit of HBO Latino. But overall, in general, like this panel, it, it just sounded like a whole bunch of like, we just need to make outrage and we just need a hashtag. And what about us? And you know, when are we going to be cool and Latinos are left out, which I, I get it. And I, yeah, I agree. Uh, but at the same time, to me, it's motivation where it's like, instead of pointing a finger and crying, let's fucking put a dope series on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking do some short films. Let's do some independent shit. Let's rent out the theater and easier said than done. Right. Right. Yeah. And a, and a lot of it, it was it was crazy because it's like, here's the thing, though. And I was I like try to put a little buzz in, in Pete's ear. But we need a platform for Latinos. Right. That's almost like Isa Ray, Right. Because Isa Ray has a thing where on Sundays she shows short films. Most of our black directors, black writers. And so she supports her community. We need a platform like that. You know mm. what I'm saying? Where, um, like I, I told, I told Shingo, I said, why don't we start something like that on your YouTube channel where we accept 
like scripts from from mm-hmm. other and then you know what i'm saying then we kind of like and she does another cool thing where like um you pay two dollars and it's like to keep her channel going so that she can fund mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. you know um short films and these little mini series that she has with people who submit their stuff so it's pretty cool because it's everybody supporting everybody in that industry you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and so it was it was pretty good you know and and so i told pete i was like that's something that i'm not saying pete is the only person that could possibly do that right but i'm just saying i think he has the platform to yeah. where he could help those latinos that you know are trying to get into the you know um film industry or you know anything anything of or creating a miniseries whatever right. it is i think it's a great way for us to expose and let it sit on chingo's channel obviously well produced not garbage mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying nothing like that but we, we would have to like screen them you know okay hey you've won that's kind of what if i'm if i'm not mistaken that's kind of what Issa ray does on her channel so you submit she picks and then they film them and then on sunday your stuff already has to be filmed by the way and then you submit it she picks and then on sunday you watch short it's called short film sunday that's really cool was that not creative yeah. And then now they have the features on, uh, you know, like the uh, listeners, you get to watch the podcast, obviously the video version on Jingo's YouTube and the Facebook. And what I've been using on the Facebook page is the premieres. So you get to premiere videos. They look like, you know, we're live, but we're not really live. People can tell. And then YouTube has the same feature now too, where you can schedule videos or anything to be a premiere mm. and then you get like the notification that oh. like, ah, Jingo bling. Like if you went live on YouTube, you would get, they, they would get notifications Jingo's live. Now you can do the same thing like Facebook where Chingo's premiering a new video or a new series. So you're saying all of our podcast episodes can be a premiere on YouTube as well? Yeah. Mm. Um, I saw, uh, shout out to Andrew Schultz. He also had shows at the Miami Improv. I noticed that uh, his on the road vlog that he does, he um, he does them like, it's like Tuesdays. At That's another thing I've been bugging him about. What, on the road vlog? Uh, I'm going to tell you what the road hurdles are. All right, so anyway... So I think his, um, my point is this, I'm wondering if Andrew do, uses the premiere function or if he like manually is like, okay, it's Tuesday at 4 p.m., press upload. Mm. But, um, and then, and yes, I agree, but I feel like we might have to just bring an extra person who, and that's their job. Otherwise, it's just more work for us. Right. And it's like, you know, and I, it's hard, it's hard to commit just like the podcast. It's hard to like really follow through and execute properly if you're trying to do it all by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's possible, but in between working on your material, yeah, something else suffers, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, and it's like I tell him, okay, so I can learn how to run the camera, right? But damn, I already do everything else. Mm-hmm. It's like, am I going to do the camera too? You know, it's kind of one of those things. And this, this is what we need to do start selling out theaters, and then you could just bring an extra person no yeah. problem mm-hmm. or selling out whole weekends at the improvs and stuff that's really the fucking solution everything and that's the direction it's and that's going. what we're working towards yeah. you know exactly so so yeah, yeah. i'm down podcast alone uh that's this is a good time to give listeners a big thanks for sharing and stuff it, it grew 50 percent just from last month oh awesome. wow thank yeah. you guys also, i think everybody anytime someone tells me i love the podcast i i show it's like, so cool, appreciate. right? Appreciate it's it's, it's like such a, a cool baby, feeling. Watching a baby like grow. yes, yeah, it's a good. Comparison. We don't even have teeth yet, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like we're drooling. On yeah, the listen, because for me, you know, whenever he started, I would, you know, as he told you, I would bug him like, "Hey, you need to do this," and it's the same thing. It was, it was another job for him, right. you know, because again, we were trying to do a one man thing. There's only so much I know how to do. I don't know how to work all this mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Like, I ha- honestly, I haven't gotten in the studio. I got like tracks that are like halfway done, incomplete. 
uh, my boy Eric Jaimez sent me a few beats. He's like, have you heard them? I was like, man, I haven't even had a chance to mm. sit down and just make some noise back here. But, you know, we're going to juggle and make it happen. Tonight, Joke Joint, uh, which we might we might start doing. My So I'm going to be at the Joke Joint on the southeast side every Wednesday for how many Wednesdays? Just three. Well, no, I think he it's has like six, six or eight. Yeah, I think it's eight website. weeks. So for the next few Wednesdays, we're going to be at the Joke Joint, right? It's going to be like my comedy gym. Where I'm gonna, uh, I get to work out stuff and showcase, yeah, and showcase other H Town talent and different comics that I know, and make it a cool show. It could be like a happy hour thing, hump day, come out have a drink, uh, hang out, meet and greet and shit. But also, we might be able to do a live, live podcast. Which great idea, which my soul just had. Yeah, we could do a live. We could do a live podcast from there. Uh, maybe before the show or something. I wish we could tour with it. That's really what I think. We that'd be cool to do. Bring extra person. Yeah, no, for sure. Sebastian was just talking about that too on Rogan. Remember, he was what, like, "What do you say? Have you done a live podcast?" Because him, 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 and his uh, co-host, you know, they have a show and they did a live podcast. And he was he was saying how his stand-up audience is dramatically different from the podcast audience that's cool and he thought he goes because if people listen to the podcast maybe they love you and the show but maybe they're not like necessarily comedy fans they're just fans of you and ah. the podcast so he was dem- he was just like explaining to joe how mm. he fascinated he was because he did four what four sold out shows in madison square garden yeah and then he sold out you know these live podcasts and they're like wait 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 where did he do his live podcast at? i forgot what theater it was in so he we did listened to it i guess we need to go back to yeah listen. i forgot so he did it in a theater yeah live podcast yeah in theater that's interesting. interesting. And he, he could just tell that the audience was completely different from his stand-up shows. I'm curious to see, too, because, um, you know, we don't really know. You know, I, I posted on my on my Facebook page as well, right? Mm-hmm. And it was crazy to... I always tell them, like, it's, it's amazing to me how many people don't really listen to podcasts, I guess, because we take for granted that we do, right? right. Like, oh, yeah. it's normal. Mm-hmm. It's a normal thing for us. But so many people are like, hey, where do I listen to this? Or mm-hmm. how do I download this? Or and guess or, Yeah, what is that? What is a yeah. podcast? And I kind of have to explain because yeah. I'll post our stuff on there. Podcast. And then so... <laughs> And so then it's kind of like explaining to them what it is. But it's really cool because people that I know wouldn't normally jump on a podcast are now curious to know what is a podcast. And they're listening. And I've, I've, I was telling him, I've had so many people, so many women DM me and say, I love it. Yeah. No, no. Well, that too. The what? You should, she should start, start her, her own. own. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've yeah, talked sure. about yeah, that. But, sure. um, but they love the podcast. And I, and I said, really? It's, it's crazy because I guess... To me, I just feel like we're just kind of having a conversation. But mm-hmm. to them, it's like, oh, we really like what y'all talk about. And, you know, that's one thing I was worried about. I was like, I don't want to be your co-host. I, I'm usually behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I take care of everything in the back office. And, you know, it just kind of worked out, I guess. Right. People love this. And I said this last time and I keep saying it like y'all are literally introducing this to your audience, like what it is, how to get it, what we do on it. And that the the interest is growing like slow like a snowball is just like growing growing like oh my god this is so cool we get to listen to the blinks talk every week or they have mm. a guest and the, there's like so much buzz around like you having a podcast because they haven't had anyone else introduce it to them and you're kind of like the oprah that's doing it <laughs> you know what's you know what's interesting uh speaking of like new shit is um i had a glass of wine up on stage in miami and uh when i was done midnight louise they were like man like you want some other shit bro and i was like what do you mean it's like like you be drinking wine and shit. Like most, <laughs> most motherfuckers don't drink wine. I'm like, okay, so what are you trying to say? Like I'm too advanced or weird, different? What the fuck? I'm on some other shit. But uh, it's almost like 
like you said, man, not everybody is up on podcasts. No. Right? Not everybody drinks wine. Did you try that 19 Crimes? Yes. What did you think? Night. It was good. It was delicious. It was good. And I, and I looked at the app that you sent me, and yeah. uh, I noticed that I can hover it over the label, and it's yeah. supposed to, like, it comes alive or it tells yeah. you something. I, is that the one I ordered? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You, the, by chance, you just randomly? I just randomly picked it. Yeah. Well, people hit hit me up. People DM me, like, that's a good one. Hey, yeah, yeah. you know how I picked it? I like the packaging. So, in the one packaging. One of the four P's of marketing. Yeah, it goes even further, because it's every bottle is embedded with a story from that person in the crime that they committed oh, it's, a, it's a historical thing with cool. the app yeah it's really cool so i'm gonna do it in, awesome in a yeah bit we'll figure i want to see that yeah it's dope so joke joint tonight um I, i'm not too sure I, I need to get on my phone in a minute and confirm which which comedians are going to stop by but i put the invite out there and um and you know we want it to be something that people stop by and hang out on wednesday nights you know hey i have nothing to do yeah. I want to stop yeah, by and, and watch it, and make you know watch somebody make me laugh. I want to give it that comedy store vibe. Where it's like, dude, there's gonna be again. It, it's Houston, you know. It, it's our comedy scene is different than LA, and LA. we're and we're so spread out because mm-hmm. people from Katy may not want to drive to the southeast. No. You know what I'm saying? I saw a meme just before I got here. Houston is an hour away from Houston. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I need to, I need to screenshot that one. Yeah. Um, speaking of other shit, I've been um before we go into the Q and A. Yeah, <clears throat> I've been reading up in that Tim Ferriss book, The 4-Hour Body, where he starts breaking down um, different types of bacteria and stuff you have, like in your gut biome mm-hmm. or whatever. And we talked about this last time with uh, people with eczema and, and how, what you're eating. Yeah. Anyway, I heard there's like this good bacteria and a bad bacteria. And basically like lean people are going to have more of the uh, the good bacteria. And then conversely, you know, obese or, or people like that are going to have the bad bac- bacteria. And I used to fuck with Splenda and like diet drinks and shit like that until I read because oh, people say Splenda's bad it's worse than sugar but mm. it's like okay bitch. I used to always tell them that yeah but it's like you can't just drop that on me and not <laughs> explain, explain <it>. why <laughs> I need the reason I need the reason you know I used to tell them it's the chemicals in yeah. the Splenda okay that does what um, I'm about up. to tell you I'm about to yeah. tell you because people will be like you know that's worse than the da, da, da. and it's like yeah but this this tea is super bland or whatever Supposedly, the shit in Splenda kills a lot of your good bacteria. So I didn't know that, you know, like serotonin and certain stuff that's good for, uh, you know, like an antidepressant and all this sleep, all good, that. healthy shit. You Start, probably know more about it than starts I Starts in your stomach? Starts in your stomach. They say 95% of it is coming from your stomach. They call your stomach the second brain mm-hmm. and only 5% is actually coming from your brain. So long story short, you might be depressed. You might be fatigued. You might have all these things going on. And you're just like, man, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's like, dude, you need some fucking probiotics. You know, fuck with that yogurt. We need to go buy some kimchi mm-hmm. today. Oh, puto pinch of probiotics. I will. Because I read the shit and I was like. Is it good? Yeah, all that shit's great. Like kombucha. No, I'm saying, that, was that good? The one that you, that you I've never had it before. The, what? What? the yogurt, the white and the white little thing. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Um, it's pretty good. It's filling. It has protein. However, it does have some sugar. So if you're like super anti-sugar. Mm-hmm. It's more protein than sugar. Uh, it's not sweet at all. So I'm kind of like, what See, would it I'm, taste I like? I prefer uh, sugar in the raw. So that's kind of what I would buy. And there's stevia there also. And there's Splenda there also. But, but I think, I don't know if stevia falls under the artificial. No, it doesn't. It doesn't stevia at does all? Not. At all? I don't know I thought Splenda all, was stevia. No. No, 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 no. Stevia no, comes no, from no, a plant. No. Yeah. Well, I need to look up to see how stevia affects no, fucking uh, bacteria. No, stevia is not even in the same category yeah. as... Is there anything bad about stevia? 
Like, did it try to throw a festival in the Bahamas? <laughs> <laughs> Anything? What they say about all those sweeteners is that it's tricking your brain. So it's they still they still say it can be bad because it's making your body think that you all do have sugar in it. So I've heard that a lot of the, what he just said that it it's associated with a uh, weight gain. Mm-hmm. Mm. So even though it's not actually sugar, it's doing something tricky. But uh, anyway, I just want to uh, put the word out in case you want to you know do your own research. Yeah. Monk fruit's another good sweetener. Monk fruit's a really good sweetener. Mm. It tastes it doesn't taste chemically and it comes from a, a root. Which is I was telling him, which is the reason why if, if you know like if you eat too many. Um, sugar-free candies. Yeah. What happens? You fucking want more. No. <laughs> where do you end up? She's saying in it the gives restroom. You the runs. It gives you the runs because oh, of the. It? But yeah. Well, well, the main thing I heard that about was like, um, uh, what are those? Um, it was a certain type of chip. It was like oleo. It's an ingredient called oleo or something that they put in. A, I don't know if it's baked chip mm. products, but um, the kettle chips. No, it's not kettle chips. It's like some like weird fat-free Oreo or some like mm. shit that they put in that stuff in can- certain candies. And I heard that you can Google it. Like, what's <laughs> what's the thing that makes you do do? So at the same time, Rogan had on some really smart guy last week, and he was talking about all that uh, the sweeteners and, and the di- this, the uh, aspartame and like diet sodas and stuff. And this guy's like a, a Harvard fucking genius. He's like, it's bad for you, sure, but is it gonna kill you? Apparently, the studies that they did on mice, they had given them so much aspartame that a human could never consume that much. Mm. So he's like, if, if it was really that bad, people would be dying from diet soda overdoses all the time. It's like, it's really not that bad. Just don't drink it all day long. Well, I'm right now, I'm concerned about this gut bacteria. So Gut flora? <laughs> yeah. Only So my point is this. I don't use um, equal, what's the pink one? Sweet and uh, low. Sweet and low. Equal. I don't really fuck with sweet and low because it, t- it tastes chemically anyway. Yeah. It tastes real, you know, nasty to me anyway. I don't do any of it. But I don't you, like really no. like soda and. It's just a peppermint mocha. Yeah, yeah. The now the peppermint mocha has shitload of sugar. <laughs> but um, you good, know, I mean, this, hey, the season's over, so we're done with yeah. that. But um, if he has a soda, I'll be like, hey, can I have a sip of yours? I'll take two sips. We do the same thing. We split like yeah, one Coke Zero. Yeah, like. I don't just I don't even like the Coke Zero. What are they putting Coke Zero? Which one is that? The phenylalanine and then the PHY in the uh I don't know honestly. I don't know the Someone's I don't know like the, screaming at the it's fucking phenylalanine. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But uh I don't my babysitter loves that I keep them here cuz she's all about them Coke Zero, bro. Coke Zero. So like my daughter, my 10-year-old, she was getting these uh canker sores a lot and the doctor said she needed more like acidophilus, which mm-hmm. is a bacteria. Mm-hmm. For the gut, I think it's a probiotic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Long Which story wise, sh- we have those probiotic um, little... It's a prebiotic. Oh, it's a pre See, this um. is a doctor, man. <laughs> He's like, that's not a pro, it's a pre. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, there's different ones. I don't know. Rob knows. The pre's and the pros. <laughs> well, there's some good chewables. Like, if, if you can't get her to drink something or consume something that, or yogurt or whatever that has pro and pre's, they have some really good chewables at H-E-B. They're in the, in the like, where the almond milk is and shit. They have to, you have to keep it refrigerated. I have to keep her pills refrigerated. Yeah, the I know which ones you're talking yeah. about. Really good chewables. Hers have to stay refrigerated. So too. the pre's help make the pros? Pretty much. It all it, it's like the foundation of the gut flora is prebiotics and probiotics. And some mm. of it's like micronutrients and macronutrients. Mm. Some people forget about mm. the potassium and the iron and all that, which is your That's why I fuck with athletic greens. There you go. And we were talking about this while we were stretching at Urban Jungle. They were talking about uh one guy said, I sweat so much from these classes that uh, I get cramps. Mm-hmm. And then someone's like, you probably need more salt than that. In right the summertime. Person. Yeah, for sure. And then I, I, they were talking about salt. And I'm like, well, you know, all, all salt ain't equal. Like there's, I heard that um, regular table salt is bullshit yeah. because they took all the minerals out of it. Mm-hmm. That's natural from the ocean. 
and then they sell it to you like, oh, your fucking cereal's fortified with minerals. So we have twenty dollars like, salt in our <laughs> the Himalayan yeah. sea salt. The Hell pink yeah, Himalayan. Of course. I was gonna get the little one, but she's like, might as well go big. I mean, if you're gonna get the small one, it's gonna run down. Then what's gonna happen? Exactly. You go spend. So I said, just get the big one. It'll last. And then when we time time to check out, like, God damn, why is this shit one hundred and twenty dollars? <laughs> like, really? I can. It's funny. People are like, um, and even Mickey now. Uh, when we want to hang out, we have nothing to do. We go to Whole Foods, and that's where we go hang out. I don't know why it's an that's expensive habit. Yeah. I don't know why we love to do that, but it's like it, we just juice, sit there. It's pastry, like, okay, um, what do you want? Cool. Eighty-five dollars. <laughs> but it's like our hangout. It's so funny that we sit there and just like we'll eat there. Obviously, in the little restaurant area, in the little restaurant yeah, we'll area, we we'll just chit chat and hang out, be and present, it's cool. Stay and off the phone. We'll kind of be out, you know. Just you know, you be, can drink while you walk around and shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. Drink what? Wine. wine. Yeah. yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you can have a wine glass. Yeah. Bruh. Why the fuck nobody yeah. told me this? Because <laughs> we usually we go and we're gonna go eat and then we have the a green like of oh. uh, some juice or whatever there. But uh, we were just talking you. about how fun day drinking is, though. I know. Day drinking. Yeah, but I drink wine, bro. Yeah, and, and be- wine. I do a little bit of beer, but sometimes it's, it, I get too bloated. I think on beer. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, no, I like I'm beer old. with crawfish. Oh, it's coming it's up. Like, I know. So there's this place, and I, I don't want to give out any names, you know, give them some free uh, promo, but that Don loves in Sugarland, and it's like all you can eat every Sunday. Last year, we went, I shit you not, almost every Sunday from like March to like August. Oh, wow. It starts pretty much in the middle at the end of February, right? Is it right? like one of it's those like boiling the yeah. yeah. Is that like, like the Asian spices, like boiling the bags? Yeah, the corn like and all that. Or? This she she. she I don't like crawfish. I literally go have a burger. Doesn't care for yeah. it either. I literally just it's like too much work. It is, and yeah. you get a, whatever. She's like the sauce is so good or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for it, but apparently this dude has like the best recipe. They make it right there. You know, they have the <clears throat> low Mexicans. You know, cooking it up, and the dude that owns it is like Middle Eastern and has this like real like specific recipe for the spice. Bro, Where's, when where? I was um, yeah. pregnant, it was uh, it was crawfish season also, and I was craving it and i said man i know i shouldn't because i'm about to dude her feet from the sodium <laughs> i know it looked no like nutty it looked like scary it looked like someone went like <laughs> little sausage like, toes no out. thanks i told him i was like please massage like my you feet. touch it like it would just, just it was that white. bad and that was the only time i ate it and it's funny because i asked my my midwife i said is it okay if i eat crawfish she goes you know, yeah. it's kind of like your decision whether or not. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to risk it. <laughs> and I did it. And it was like my face was swollen, my hands. Like I couldn't wear my wedding ring during. At, so it was funny. like it was bad, right? Babe? I had a friend who was wearing her. She went with us and she got immediately like halfway through the, the eating the meal. She couldn't take her ring off. She got scared. She's like, it's going to cut the circulation off my finger. Yeah, I panic like that, too, sometimes when I'm high. And that's why <laughs> I'll move it to my right. Cause I don't know what happened to my left finger one time, but anyway, I'll move it you to my. You jammed right. it and uh, at jujitsu. Something. You were wearing your ring. I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. But for a while, see. Hmm. See, it's dangerous wearing your ring. Yeah, yeah, I know. I never say. Yeah, don't. but it's dangerous not not having that motherfucker on. He's a, he's <laughs> he's scared to lose it. That's the I'm thing. She's gonna kill me. And I just leave it. He ha- we had the rubber ones too to but work out in, but then they start my skin started getting weird. Rashy. Really? I just keep seeing these ads for some other ones that are like and they breathable and they don't create any kind of skin irritation. Oh, or really? it's like I'm still married. Yeah. Don't worry about what the fuck I got on my fingers. <laughs> nah. Just get a tattoo. I actually uh, that's actually what I. You want. know what? Coach so, Bob got some cool tattoos, and I might. Put uh, Penny and Solo's name on my soul. What? 
but but you know because she'll, she'll be like oh why you know why you don't got our names like it's like man i need like the right artist you know? <laughs> that's his excuse every time you know, artist mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of the guys there have some good tattoos they, they know some good artists that Who? work at the Who? gym they, at main oh. street yeah bobs are pretty cool um, what does you he know, have? I'm fuck around looking like what's the name Maroon Five and his bitch. <laughs> oh, did y'all watch Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, he got uncomfortable. I was like, oh man, is he about to strip? I was like, Jesus Christ, something else coming off. I was like, God damn, can I watch the game, it was bro? So funny. It's like, I don't even and they're know. clowning his that poor guy's um, like tattoos. He picked him off the wall. Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah, see yeah. that meme? I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fat baby, fat baby angel, California. It was like, had like a random butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> he had like a tram stamp on the side of it. <laughs> Bro, that what's up with that butterfly? Uh, I know. I said, did Jesus you see have a butterfly? I was like, okay, that's interesting. I'm not a fan, so yeah. They got a lot of flack for their performance. That um, you know, especially with Everybody. all the with all the controversy, you know, behind like Kaepernick and everything. Yeah, they there was a lot of controversy. Just like saying it was bland. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis Scott mumbled for you know half a verse. Yeah. Big boy, they were like, I'm gonna salte, quita the big boy, <laughs> and that uh, supposedly that. They're saying like you saw more of um homeboy's knuckle tattoos than you saw of the band members. Like it was just him the whole time. Mm-hmm. They kept it super safe and those drones with uh, lanterns that looked pretty cool. Yeah, which it was kind of lackluster. It was all. all right, yeah. I guess it wasn't. I mean, there's been way better performance. And then they were talking about the whole thing is it a double standard because when Janet Jackson showed a little bit of skin, yeah, they made I, a big deal. I liked yeah. uh, Janet's uh, wardrobe malfunction yeah. way better. Hundred percent. Yeah. It was a way more live entertain. I mean, it didn't purposely happen. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's what I just didn't ever understand why that was such a big deal. It's like, did she literally, you know, she didn't, you know? She so probably did on purpose. This is the part that fucked me up. You're in Atlanta. You got a motherfucking, what you call a band? Marching band. They had a motherfucking all white marching band in Atlanta. Mm. Atlanta. I even told you that. I was like. I saw no fans white they people who listen. The TSU band, somebody. And I was like, I saw all white people in the band. I said, they got a white band in Atlanta. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That was a jab just for all the controversy. Like, when I have a white marching band, that 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 was some MAGA shit right there. Yeah. They were like, you know what? Oh, y'all want to kneel? Check this out. Find me an all white marching band, an all white choir, dude. Speaking of, I wanted to ask y'all. Just see the the homeboy from uh, Empire. Was it they got jumped in Chicago? Yeah, well, they, they said that's fake. Did yeah. it, was it really fake? It, <laughs> it still hasn't you, come out. Yeah. What do you this, think? This is what this is how I know it's fake. What's her name? P. Henson. Tish, what's her name? Tishara. Tishara. I don't know how to pronounce her. The actress from Empire. She plays Cookie. I don't watch the show. I don't either. That's all I know. We're about to get the name. I know. P. Henson. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So she is out perform. She's uh, promoting what? She's in a movie. She's in a movie, right? And of course, she was on a Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest. Like, Taraji. Hey. Taraji. Taraji P. Henson, oh, of right. course. In Atlanta. So Taraji P. Henson was out promoting her thing, <clears throat> and they're like, "Hey, so Jesse, uh, what's her name? Millet. Jesse Millet was uh, recently attacked, and da da da. And you know, how do you? And she was like, "Look." Um, what was her? What did she say? <laughs> she was just like, you know, it's crazy. Like I didn't even see that. Almost like he be lying sometimes. Yeah. What was her response? So it was kind of like, um, She's you, like know, hey, you know, love gonna win every time. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. like tip tat like politician around it. Yeah. She could have been like, look, man, the people that attacked him, the people that threw the bleach on him, the people that had the noose, the people that this, the, you know, we got the footage and 
she was just like, you know, he, he be, you know, you know how Jesse be making shit up. He be, he be, he be no, compulsive. He and then did you hear the the whole thing about Liam Neeson? And then he performed. Oh yeah, that was interesting. Did you hear that? Yeah, I mean, I watched the whole well, thing. About I don't him. think it was that big of a deal. Did, Me either. See. Okay, hold on. Here's the question: Did you see the footage of what he said when he said it? You saw him say it. No, they just did a recap. Yeah. Did you see? Did you hear him say it? Yeah. Okay, we didn't. All oh. we heard was his response, which was like, "Look, you know, there's a lot of division right now. We need dialogue." And I, I heard that part. Okay. I didn't hear the. Um, I wish I had hooked up. I'd play it for you. Put your phone on speaker. Yeah, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. But it's okay. You heard it though, right, Sol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it on Good Morning America. Mm. The actual. The footage. Yes, she played it. The audio. Yeah, okay. the audio. Okay. okay. She did didn't not. play the actual the whole thing. It was just like what he said. About, you know, and she's like, as a black woman, what's her name from Good Morning America? I haven't been able to figure it out. <laughs> the lady that beat cancer? Mm-hmm. Why can't I think of her name? Mm-hmm. Man, it's like... I'll tell you a story. This is true. I'm not going to use any names, but I was away and I came back, and she told me she had been raped, but she handled the situation of the rape in the most extraordinary way. But my immediate reaction was, I asked, did, they, did she know who it was? No. What color were they? She said, it was a black person. I went up and down areas with a cosh, hoping I'd be uh, approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. And I did it for maybe a week, hoping some black bastard would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could kill him. I'll tell you a story. Just a black bastard, not the, just, it's just anybody. Yeah. yeah. He was basically, and what he explained was basically because Robin, that's her name, Robin, I was like, what the fuck? asked so you didn't ask any other questions you just asked what he goes no of course i asked was he tall was he fat you know what i'm saying he got a general description but they're focusing on the black part yeah. oh but you said a black person and then he said yeah i walked around the neighborhood looking for the guy that she described not just any black guy so yeah. she was like so you were gonna kill any black guy she goes he's like no the black guy that she described the you cra- see what i'm saying the like, crazy thing is that that was his response and they're like what's your favorite color He's just like, no, I'm gonna tell you a story. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that's not even yeah. what we just asked. When's your tour? Yeah, when does the so, movie come out? So he volunteered that information. That's mm-hmm. kind of what they were saying. It's like you brought it up, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it was Let like no one asked story. you about it. And then so he, you know, usually he was out there promoting his movie, mm-hmm. right? I told he people, started taking once, his uh, character too serious. Right, right. Like, I am taken. Not <laughs> once did they talk about the movie on the Good Morning America. Then he goes on Kelly and Ryan. Right, Ryan off starts top. asking him off top about this thing. He goes, Out "Hey, I'm done talking about it. I just talked about it this first half. Let's talk about the movie because mm. that's what he's there for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is to promote his movie. However, I just heard the footage, mm-hmm. the tape, and he did say, "I was just for a week walking around." A you know, hoping a black bastard would come out of a pub she and just like a pirate. make a go out of it. <laughs> it's like, wait, bro, it sounds like you want any black dude to step to you. That's what it sounded like to me. She said, I just went and hoped that a black bastard came out of a pub and yeah. wanted to 
take a go with me. For sure. He had some self-awareness in there when he's like, and I'm ashamed to say, you know, I just, I was so angry that Yeah, some, he said, yeah, you know. Some black dude, you Unfortunately, know. Unfortunately, I was temporarily <laughs> racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 40 years ago. The way, when I first, when I first saw his, um, like, I guess the little shit storm mm -hmm. that I saw brewing on TV of him trying to clean it up and explain, to me, he, it just seemed like that old man on your block that you never knew was racist mm -hmm. <laughs> but it took it took your football landing in his yard to be like oh you black bastard <laughs> it's like oh shit mr nielsen down the street kind of he kind of old school like he he's like clint eastwood like he trying to make it great again and not, mm. not in a good way get off my lawn it's crazy state but, of the union yeah same time it's all right again, i didn't like, think whatever. it was a big deal either it was like who no. gives a what fuck? if he just said and build the wall <laughs> at the end he's I was not hoping even he's not even bastard. american no. or he's a brown is bastard he? uh irish, or irish? irish? Scottish? Yeah, yeah. Scottish, he talked yeah. about it's like Australia. yeah where i grew up in ireland you know it, there was trouble everywhere it was just very poor part of you know yeah. the country but there were no black bastards <laughs> he made sure of it it sounded kind of racist bro yeah. Well, okay. Chingo. Sound a little racist, a little bit. I still mm. like. I but like here, taking. I'm here, still a fan. Here's my thing, though. Same here. Yeah. Here's my thing. My, the point is this: you know what the political climate is like. You know how the media is. You're just gonna bring up black bastard. He was blue? just explaining what he felt because this movie supposedly is about revenge. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of referencing his revenge mm -hmm. experience. So how he one time he obviously used the wrong story. <laughs> But that's what he was kind. He was trying to tie the two together. This movie's about revenge. It goes like in a dark, dark end. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Look at Jingo and thinking. He, and then he kind of talked about the one time he felt anger and. So what he if he just said, what if he said this? My friend was you know raped, and I asked her you know what what was he? And he, he she said it was a fucking Mexican. So I walked around Home Depot's or you know like looking for the first fucking Mexican to fuck with me. And hey, you wanna take a go at it? Then would you be mad? No. no. Fucking Mexican? Or if he said that? You no, fucking... but he didn't say a fucking black guy. He just he said, said a black he, guy. He said a, a, a black, black bastard. bastard. Yeah. Black, black, Mexican bastard. Nah. What if he just stepped to Rob and Rob's like, can I have your, inter uh, your autograph? And he just punched the shit out of Rob. <laughs> you remind me well, of that's a That's a whole different thing. Yeah, how dare he? He had a beard like Rob. Mm. I watched Taken three times. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you hit me? Uh, another note. Uh, joke er, joint tonight. Joke joint tonight. Uh, every Wednesday for the next eight weeks. Probiotics, bacteria, gut flora. <laughs> Eat your yogurt and kombucha. Oh, by the way, I got a friend Cuban who owns coffee. a kombucha Kimchi. company. I'm going to bring you a bunch of kombucha. Oh, Dude. See, I told you. I, okay. I literally today was like, we need a fucking, because I drank her kombucha. Mm -hmm. We've got three. I drank two out of three. Cause you know my, she don't I don't know if she subscribes to the gut floor idea yet mm -hmm. you know cause Tim I Ferris. like to like savor mine and so like I like to drink a little bit and then I save the other half I'm a chugger mm. he's a chugger so I like to have same thing with my coffee this is the same coffee that I've had since this morning I like to sip my shit throughout the day mm. because I just that's just kind of how I roll right you're a brown bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Soul rations. You want to take a go at it. And I am ashamed to say that. So I had a kombucha and then I left half of it and then I come back and the I other half is home. gone. And I'm like, I was like, whoop, should have got the probiotics. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all want, so the, the brewery is out in uh, downtown Richmond. 
uh, and it's re- it's right next to a really cool like the only real coffee shop in the area too, which I think y'all would love if you want to like tour the brewery. They do he does tours too. Oh, so the big Damn. tanks and all the scobies that are like the scobies are like the size of this table. What's the scoby? Oh. Is it's the back it's the bacteria that all the kombucha comes from. He sells those on Amazon too for people that want to start their own homebrew kits. See, I t- every time I go to the the midwife, she has like this monthly meetup for women. Mm-hmm. There's a lady there who makes hers. Yeah. And she brings a whole jar and it's crazy. Like yep. it just all the little bacteria yep. in there. So at the like, very top of it is the SCOBY. It's the it's an acronym for what it stands for, but it's the bacteria that the yeast, yeast and the whatever kind of organic sh- natural sugar you use kind of make the the brew. It's fascinating stuff, and uh, yeah, if you ever want to tour like a kombucha factory. Well, mm. first, I, I would love a sample, or if I need to buy a case, you know, show love, and maybe they can be a sponsor, but um, whatever it's going to take to keep some kombucha in my fridge. Yeah, man, for sure. We'll keep this little fridge in here stocked 100%. Mm, yeah. He offers fav- flavors, too, seasonal flavors and regular flavors. Or if you just like regular herba mate, you mix it out of that, you know, herba mate base. Oh. They have a herba mate kombucha? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it gets you kind of hype? Yeah, it's got caffeine. some caffeine in there. Yeah, the base of most of them are herba mate tea, or herba, like black tea and herba mate. I've seen it at Whole Foods, but I never tried that one. Yeah. I always like, it's uh, like two dope things. I like the yeah. well, Urban Jungle mm-hmm. where we go, they always have them. So I always get the hibiscus one. Mm-hmm. I was gonna get one today, but I also wanted to hide because I hadn't gone to jujitsu in a while. <laughs> so like, Which he just discovered. There's a jujitsu morning class that now he can for sure make it to. Holla, because in the evenings it, it it's gets tough. crazy. Yeah. And my nanny reminds me, eh, hey, ya no karate. <laughs> Le está sacando el karate. Yeah, hey, el traje del karate. She clowns him because he it's doesn't get it. martes, ¿qué pasó? He's, she's like, hey, I washed you. Nah, I washed. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> ya no quiere ir, ya no quiere ir. Tiene miedo, tiene miedo. Le está sacando, le está sacando. <laughs> she's hilarious. He's like, <sighs> And he doesn't even know what to say. He's like, no, no es porque. No, Luisa, es que, like, the fence. And I had to paint the fence. <laughs> 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 es que las rodillas y es que... It's que soy brown bastard y no puedo. It's que joke joint tonight. You know, every Wednesday. Every yeah, Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Yeah. Might even podcast. Eight then. o'clock. Kombucha. On day. We'll let y'all know for the date for the live podcast yeah. then, right? We'll promote it too on the yeah, on the sure. IG page. Yeah. Okay, right. Give it a so shot. should we go into the questions? Yeah, yes. Oh, it. wait. Last thing. 21 Savage. Free free him. <laughs> free him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People were trying to give him a hard time and shit. Like, oh, he should have been more forthcoming and honest with you know his deportation status or whatever but that's not some shit you want to be telling motherfuckers i just don't even know how to feds in your business i don't know um but it's interesting it's one of the you know the internet man i don't really care let me watch what i say here (laughs) (laughs) if you're here illegally and you're working right I 21 Savage is contributing to, to society. You're right. He's here working. Right. So if you're working, right. I mean. And before that, he had that work. So either way, he was working. Oh, no. That's just my thing. Unless you're a brand bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. We're segueing into the questions now. Yeah. 21 Savage, man. His new album's pretty tight. Yeah, it is. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I haven't got to it yet. At J underscore... Galicia nine. Whoa. What's a career project that you've always wanted to do but haven't had the chance to start yet? Career Ooh. career project? Um, you know, I can't give y'all my little what I'm working on, but uh we definitely want to do more uh just more other business stuff. I mean, um show business is great, but you know, trying to do more real estate and maybe maybe finally really dive into the food side and mm. you know, make it a 
you know, something, something cool that we can promote and, and offer some good stuff and have people Hence have a place. My private recipe. You know, for Café maybe de Olla. you might have Café de Olla on the, on the menu. There's some other items that we're experimenting with. But uh, yeah, I can't wait. And I want to take my time with that because um, I don't want it to be no fire fest, you know, flash, <laughs> flash in the pan. Like, man, ain't no Café de Olla? Uh, you know, because on the gram, uh, you know, we ran out. But we got these tents, though. You brown bastard. Um, <laughs> Stuff like that, yeah, definitely like something food related, something like brick and mortar type stuff. Uh, definitely like more real estate. Okay, all right. Oh, Kurt. At my three dads. Got them. <laughs> it's 2019, open your mind. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As a parent, name a time when the student, end quotes, Ninos, became the teacher. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, my daughter, um, well, her slime business. Mm. Oh, by the way, I'm supposed to purchase some. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to teach her about like, you got to have a consistent recipe and, you know, wholesale versus retail. And I, I, I was quizzing her. I was like, what's gross? What's gross profit versus net net profit or whatever? But uh, and I try to we, we try to explain it to her like you need to pay yourself back for what you spent. You didn't profit like, you know, what I'm saying the, you didn't make the whole 20. You got to put back, you know what I'm saying? And so she's like, oh, well, but what y'all don't understand is she's glue, always got glue, glue costs money. Yeah, <laughs> she's always got an answer for. Her. But not everyone wants the same food coloring. Yeah, dad. and it's like <laughs> relax. But uh, an example is like she had a sleepover. She had a little friend come over, and then at the end of the trip, my daughter came up with twenty bucks. I'm like, where'd you get that twenty bucks? She's like, my friend bought slime. I'm like, which friend? The one that spent the night. I'm like, damn, you had like you got an Airbnb going on, like. <laughs> Like a hot food. What is it like? We a, like dabbed it. We're like, bread and, what, what is, is it? Bread and, bread, bread and breakfast. Bread and breakfast. Bread and breakfast. Bread and breakfast. Bed and breakfast. <laughs> I was like, geez, man, you hustling. Money Soul's talking to the mic like DJ Envy on the side. On the side. On the side. Over here, you know, on the side. <laughs> over here, you know, over here with it. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm not talking like this if I do it that way. Brand bastard. At. Uh, let me see if I can get this. A B the Ambassador. Your top three books you read last year. Oh shit. Um, I need to finish some of these motherfuckers. <laughs> Four Hour Body goes hard. I, I just ordered a a, a physical a copy because oh nice the iPad version like it, I'm old I guess. I was trying to. That was me. I purchased it that way because I was trying to like not buy any more like books because mm-hmm. we are like book collectors. I hate it. So I got some cool audiobooks too. Yeah, and then see, I don't. Last I like year, to touch my book and flip the pages. Well, last year, uh, Ready Player One was dope because uh, I was doing too many self-help type books, and it was like too many messages, and I just wanted to use my imagination and do read for fun. And then um, audiobook, uh, I need to finish uh, Charlemagne's. It's about anxiety. It's mm-hmm. called Shook Ones. My mind's playing tricks on me, and it's cool how he, like, he really promotes like uh getting therapy and just being in tune with like anxiety and all this stuff that in the hip-hop community and shit in the hood you know motherfuckers don't really it's like what therapy you weak dog you soft what you mean therapy you know you're supposed to hit this blunt you know uh sip this kombucha one time (laughs) (laughs) so that one's pretty cool and then well fuck he asked for three but uh the millionaire next door that's a cool ass book i've never Uh, read that one Millionaire recommended it on his instagram I have the audio book and the the reader sucks. So I think the book book might be better because yeah. the audio guy is kind of, but they break down like, like, um, actual millionaires 
it'll tell you like oh you showed her that one on like an actual hard copy so i can read yeah so it's pretty cool because it it basically says like the dude with the rolex and the bmw and the five thousand dollar suit is probably in debt and that's not what millionaires actually look like or live like Mm -hmm. it's like it's usually you know a little family they might have like a little plumbing business or something um you know their first time first generation millionaires they uh they live well beneath their means and they save and they invest and they're not the biggest house on the block they could have gotten something way bigger but you know they just i think smart. that's sometimes what people think about us when they see us <laughs> rolling the honda mm-hmm. or like how i said in, in the paper uh in, out of the third ward fixer upper i was yeah. like god damn that's how you <laughs> and i was like wait i might have i might have mentioned like fixer upper off the mic or something oh. but yeah i thought it was funny it's yeah like, what'd y'all think of that article i honestly man um i was on the road and i i just took screenshots hmm. um i think i read our portion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was dope i mean mm-hmm. i thought it was cool that um you know that they're highlighting to me it's almost like hey these are hip-hop dudes this is like not what you think of yeah for when sure you think of podcasters but even with my live act like my comedy set i talk about a lot of like the behind the scenes stuff like hey you know i used to be chingo bling but you know and just talking about making that transition and, you know, how I used to rap and, you know, now I got kids and shit. Um, Sipping on kombucha. Yeah, mm-hmm. like my boy, like, man, wine, man, what the fuck? Wine. Mm, wine's good, man. Some other shit. I love wine. I love wine. Yes, yeah. I love wine because other stuff, sometimes it, it just, you get a headache or you end up dehydrated. It's funny because um, when he and I first started dating, that's that was my thing to do before going to bed. And I think you had, you tried to, he was trying to go too hard on the wine and you woke up with a headache, oh, remember? Yeah. And he was like, damn, wine makes my head hurt. I was like, mm, no, it doesn't. Like, you Actually. red bastard. <laughs> That's good. How yeah. fucks a wine? You got to mm-hmm. use that wine, uh, that wine, that uh, app, uh, uh, Vivino. So which type of wine you like? Cabernets, Pinots? Pinots. Uh, cabs are good too. Pinot what? Noir? Yeah. Because Grigio is white, right? Right. I learned that the hard way. Don't like whites, really. Because you the wrong one. I was like, oh, Pinot. Yeah, let me get a Pinot. And then I poured it. I was like, bitch, you, <laughs> you cleared bastard. <laughs> we call that angel piss. Angel piss. White wine is just no good. Really? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't even like champagne, really. Ooh, me either. I don't like that bubbly stuff. <sighs> it's like dry. Mimosa's okay, you know? Those will get you a headache because all the mm, sugar, right? The orange juice, yeah. I don't like margaritas either. You'll get hung over. Margaritas are... Nah, it's too, well, way too much sugar for me. Well, it depends. Do you like them like frozen sugary ones or like on the rocks type? I'll do both, but I do like on the rocks. Like it's, just not, I love tequila though. Yeah. Well, I fucks with tequila. Um, yeah, yeah, I like to sip my I tequila. I fucks with tequila, but yeah. I sip it. I'm not finna do a whole bunch of shots yeah. <laughs> on stage like fans be thinking. Uh, what we'll do is get those little, uh, like the Mio little squirt things, mm. you know, and sometimes mix, you know, to make our own like real healthy margaritas, just like a shot of tequila and then like a squirt of like the mm. fruit a punch splash or whatever. whatever. See, that's what yeah. I do. I do vodka with a splash of and cranberry. Then you, and then you sip it? With topo, yeah. Oh. And then a little bit of topo. See, that's some different. Of the that's not, that's not. A regular margarita. That's yeah. gross. Like, like regular margaritas. Like hella gross. lime juice in that bit. Like you squeeze lime. Something. Yeah, lime. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. Well, you we know, have, we have tequila. We have you ever had a? Uh, for real, Damn. I actually need to probably go cop another bottle. I'm talking about. Have you ever had a uh, paloma? Mm-mm. Which is, if I'm not mistaken, what the fuck is that? A drone? <laughs> no, they're cutting that okay. tree. I think paloma. I think a paloma is a tequila and squirt. Oh, okay. Something like that. I like squirt. Me either. Well, in Mexico, man. In Mexico, they fucks with tequila and squirt. And then have you ever had a a perro salado? 
Perro salado, yeah, I've had with the toronja, right? It's like grapefruit yeah. juice. Mm-hmm. I don't like grapefruit. Tequila? I do. Uh, for I didn't like it either until I did bodybuilding, by the way, because it was on my menu and that. I had I've to have it. I've heard that from a lot of competitors, yeah. I used to hate it. That and... Uh, cottage cheese? No, I love cottage mm. cheese. I've liked it They before. do a lot in that bodybuilding? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, cottage shit. cheese. Really? Yeah, and, uh, but I like uh, sweet potatoes. I didn't oh, like them before. Them, yeah. Is that a prebiotic or a probiotic? Cottage, cottage cheese? cheese? I would say it's a probiotic. Because it's fermented. Yeah. See, I'm going to go get some kimchi right now, dog. We should get some cottage cheese. We have some recipes. Uh, it's a cottage cheese based. So from like Dawn's last show, like two years ago, uh, Lane Norton. Do you know who Lane Norton is? Mm-mm. Was there a super like science fucking coach or whatever. Doctor, also a fitness coach, powerlifter, whatever. Gave us some. She was doing a prep with him. One of my favorite things that she was making was like a cottage cheese based like mousse. It was like a. It almost tasted like. Or like protein powder. It's like protein powder, cottage cheese, and a couple of other things, Ooh. and it tastes like. Reese's peanut butter cup mousse. Man, send me that, bro. Oh, it is God. so goddamn good. Well, I'm not supposed I bet to. Fuck. Don's food was so good, even when she was prepping, because <laughs> yeah. she knows all. I hated my oh, chicken when chef, I was chef. Yeah. I would, my chicken, dude. Well, I hated my one, chicken. For one, I'm trying to not go too heavy on dairy. She can't either. She did. Oh, so she ended up doing a food analysis test. Whoa, what happened? Dairy is like the number one thing that is fucking her stomach up. So she's like, fuck dairy. Okay, where does she? Well, go you to- can't have dairy when you compete. Right, because mm-hmm. usually it's fatty, right? It's too fatty. Question, how does she get her food? <laughs> she went through her physician, and so we've been talking about this a couple of times in the past, and we need to uh, approach these companies that I had mentioned to off the microphone, I think, but because she went to her physician, physician and it was $1,800. So unless you have insurance, because she only paid like 50 bucks out of pocket, I think. I but, go to Clinica a, Hispana, <laughs> so I don't know but who he has physician. insurance. But he has yeah. insurance. Because <laughs> I'm able to... Man, they got them Cuban doctors, man. I'm able to go up in there, pay my little $25, and get what the fuck I need. Yeah. Either I'm going to walk out with a prescription, or they're going to do a blood test, or whatever. Well, because you know how it is. You go to the doctor, then they'll give you a, send you to a specialist, mm-hmm. and then you got to make Mucho an appointment pedo. and a specialist. Yeah. So he gets annoyed. Where, where, where He's am like, I going to no. go? Yeah, see. Where yeah. am I supposed to go? Hospital? <laughs> we'll do the home kit. We'll, we'll get those home kits. Okay, so it was $1,800. That's yeah. what she spent. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? You spit? What do you eat? It was all blood. They took they a lot blood. of blood out. Okay. So then they take blood, they run it. They did, but it's so a lot of, I didn't know this, but the doctors, they'll do like the major ones like crab, shellfish, eggs, you know, dairy, wheat kind of thing. Mm. But some of these other, even like more in depth home tests will do a lot of the other things that. Is that 1800 mm. No, it's a lot less. A lot, lot less. Okay. Let me know that one. But she had insurance, so she paid $50, which yeah. means you would probably pay the same amount if you went to the doctor, boo. Clinica Hispana. I'm going to see if they got that. <laughs> Corazon Latino. I think that's what it's called. It is called. Off the, off the, off the Gulf Freeway. <laughs> Next to a cricket. But, uh, <laughs> it's true. Don't let me, hey, don't talk about my physician. <laughs> I'm like, you have insurance. You are aware of that, right? And he's like, I'm like, uh, how does that care. work? What is that? How does that work? Again? I was like, I need to call the doctor. He's like, and then you have to make an appointment. Yeah, nah. See, here, yeah, I just walk in. I'm just, I can go right now. I'll be right back. Yeah. So Who funny. needs a phone? You can get your beeper activated in the back. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so then people who are, who are gluten, sensitive or whatever it'll tell it'll tell them yeah like if you have gluten sensitivity mm. or if you're a celiac you know person that has that autoimmune disorder and does it tell you like how allergic you are like eh, you lightweight dairy you don't need to yeah uh, she had a i didn't go through it but it, like you get a bunch of papers that go through and explain what it is like there's like the 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 i guess chemicals that trigger that stuff that's mm. in dairy that's also in a couple of other things that Dude, they go through and what if detail. my test what if my test says like hey man you can't have weed wine or espresso <laughs> i'll kill myself <laughs> <laughs> it ain't worth it it's over fuck that shit fuck it fuck that test you brown bastard 
Because <laughs> weed, wine, and espresso, you ain't gonna get me off that. Oh, you got me all the way fucked up. All right, is there is there another? Uh, uh, yeah, let's let's we'll wrap up with this one. Um, this is just funny. How many setups do you have to do to burn off the chicken tamale? Man, come on, bro. That ain't a serious question. <laughs> First of all, a sit up don't really burn a whole bunch of calories. You still gonna have a stomach unless you do a caloric deficit. It's all uh, about your diet. Thank you. It is. That's basically it. Um, yeah. At Graphbox did say, sup with a chingo TED Talk. That would be pretty interesting. These are basically yeah. TED Talks right here. Well, like, you know what, man? Someone asked me to do to do one in McAllen, so I wasn't too funny. sure if it was like a real TED Talk, but they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they do them in different cities. TEDx, I think. Yeah, it, that's what it was. Yeah. But my thing was this. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. Hmm. That's really the problem. But, I uh, mean, you could probably talk about, spit some knowledge about, like, the music game. I mean, or, you know, how it was for you, how it, you well, led up to, you know, to well, your music career, you usually, know. Usually in TED Talks, they have, like, this Something one informative. big idea. Yeah. So it could be, like, I realize at age, you know, 39 that <laughs> brand bastards. You know, it's usually, like, you know, how I fucking, you know, got off of dairy or... How, for instance, this actually could be an interesting thing. The cultural dynamic when it comes to certain cultural norms in the Hispanic community in terms of like kombucha or a podcast or wine. Well, yeah, because my babysitter thinks it's the craziest thing. Like she, oh my God, I just, I, you know when you just can't argue with someone because they just don't get it? Because she says, I don't know why you've stopped. She's like, I don't know why you have to stop eating tortillas. Um, you know, all these things Fine. that, yeah, all these things that she's telling me, she goes, if you exercise, I'm like, because what you don't get is I can go exercise and eat that garbage, but I'm not going to lose weight. I'm just going to maintain or, mm. or I'm just, you're not working gonna, out for nothing. Yeah. I'm working out just to be able to keep eating a tortilla or, mm. you know, uh, whatever it is that she's making. And so I keep trying to help her understand, but it's funny. We were sitting down with the baby and I was telling her and uh, she goes, oh, okay, so I see your stomachs because she's so blunt. Didn't nobody ask her for all this information <laughs> sometimes. So she just tells me how fat I was before and how she sees the difference now. She's like, you sit down now and now your stomach is not just like, and I'm just like looking at her, I'm like, <laughs> okay, didn't nobody ask you for your honesty? But she'll just say, she goes, okay, now I see why you're eating different. She's like, you know what? We're going to send you to Firefish. <laughs> She's like, no, I know why you're eating different. She goes, it makes sense. And she starts telling me about her daughter, how her daughter's trying to, uh, she's vegetarian, but she's trying to do this. I guess I don't know what kind of diet her daughter's really trying something, to do to be honest from with the you. Internet. Yeah, something from the internet that she found. So I just told her, I said, yeah, you have to be patient with it. I said, you don't, it's, it's, I'm not going to drop weight. It's not a magic pill, you know, that I get to take. Because she's like, because she was like, why don't you just take this this diet pill that I sell? I'm like, no, what you don't get, it has that diet pill's not gonna do nothing to me. You mm. know what I'm saying? It just it, it's you still have to work out. You still have it's it's just, it's like anything. You know what I'm saying? You still have to work at it. You know, right you're now, a comedian. You still got to work out your material. You know, you have to work at it. Right now, I got some new supplements that from the uh, Tim Ferriss book. Yeah, yeah. It, it one, it's a daytime one and a nighttime one. So these this company they combined. The shit that's in the book so some of the stuff that he recommends is like a, a green tea extract i think garlic extract alpha lipoic acid and some other shit and, and that's my what, coach would make me make take the alpha, alpha lipoic, lipoic acid, acid. Yeah. so it's like the stack i guess so that's the daytime and mm-hmm. then the nighttime one it takes out one that's going to keep you up and it's it's got something else in it but <clears throat> that's some interesting shit and speaking of tortillas 
I think I mentioned it on here one time where I read in the fucking Tim Ferriss book for our body where it talks about there's a chemical. Anytime you eat a white start uh, white carbohydrate, any carbohydrate that can be white, whether it's uh, tortillas, um, rice, bleached, bleached flour and shit like that. So anyway, there's a chemical that's released when or they use when they bleach flour. So like tortillas and they bleach all kind of pastas and shit. That shit somehow, some way, um, binds with something else in your stomach, but it, it uh, what is it? Diabetes. Mm. So that, I think it's called albumin or something. Supposedly, scientists, they, when they want to test diabetes on rats, they give them diabetes. So mm. they have it. The way they have it, the way they give it to them is they give them albumin. That's the shit that's in the fucking tortillas because it's bleached flour. Mm. So basically, avoid white carbs and white starches. Or motherfucking. It gets added in my menu sometimes. I get one. Well, she'll get like a white tortilla. I get a uh, tortilla de harina. Yeah, so it's just one that I get. I mean, my baby. Trust me, and you be sitting there like, what this, what this one tortilla gonna do? But make me mad. My baby got a good uh, tortilla recipe. You know, makes my hands. I've heard about it. I never seen him make them. He's lying. I have made it from. He I heard so about him. You know, that's how she kind of she got. I know I haven't made anymore. Obviously, why would I make them if right. I can't eat them? It's basically the, the fire fest of of meals. <laughs> it's like you know, I you ain't s- never had. I heard about it, okay. but when I went, Pete, you've never had the tortillas I've made. You're ruining my joke. Okay, <laughs> it works better when I, I ain't never. It's okay, like you've never I went had it. and right. it was just a tent. It was no tortilla. <laughs> it was a hut. <laughs> All right, guys. Joke yeah. joint tonight. Yeah. And uh, and the next tour stops, man. Uh, I, I guess we're wrapping up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chinglebling.com. Again, thanks for supporting the podcast. Uh, we're trying to get it super cracking lacking. Everybody that's tuning in, please tell a friend. We're trying to get the shit up off the ground. I'm yeah, about, please do. You know, because my YouTube, man. I'm and again, I can't part. emphasize enough. Please, you know, be active on the IG page. Let us know what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear, the interviews you like. Yeah, a little you feedback. Know, a little feedback share is with always good. Yeah, share, share, share. Hopefully next time, draw, draw, draw. Share, share, share. Uh, hopefully next time we'll have some kombucha. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll bring it for you for on sure. On deck. You know, yeah. hopefully it ain't the fire fest of beverages. He makes uh, it in gallons too. Oh, <sighs> bro. Yeah. In the gallons, it looks cool. I'm gonna need. I a, like it. Look, I like looking at it in the gallon just because you can see everything. Floating. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna need a separate fridge. Yeah. Well, here. So there's some real quick before we wrap up. The uniqueness about this, and we'll expand expand on it more when you have some and you try it out. It's harvested from rainwater. So he harvests rainwater into like a really Wait, sophisticated. Wait, Houston rain? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, from Houston, dude. When you see the filtration system this dude uses, it's fucking nuts. We so. need to go do this tour, baby. For real, I yeah. need to see this filtration. Yeah. Should we film so, it? So that'd, that'd be a really good tour. Hey, yeah. why can't we do that as a podcast episode? We could. We can interview him. Yeah. For sure. But we 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 record it and it's live. Yeah. If you want. Let's do it. Or we could just go enjoy the tour. Yeah, and, that too. And put it on social media a little okay. bit, yeah. and then have them on as a guest. For sure. Should sure. talk about the science. Uh, it never touches plastic, so it's the the liner of the big tanks that it's in is glass. The growlers are obviously glass. Uh, the tints of the growler and the bottles are like an amber kind of color so that sun doesn't affect the way mm. that it, you know, it like just, beer, right? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you won't see it in clear bottles like Synergy or GT or these other ones. Which is the brand we have? It's good. I but don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Synergy yeah. is what we got. Synergy, GT, a bunch of those are good. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So it's, it's interesting and, process. Uh, when he got into this, well, I guess we'll talk about it once we have him on. But uh, I'm curious just to get more knowledge on fucking bacteria and gut biome and mm-hmm. all this all this good stuff. I'm, I'm about and to be the, you the know bacteria how I got guy. into kombucha was uh, kombucha, 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 kombucha. Brown bastard can't speak. 
how I got into kombucha was at jiu-jitsu. Oh, really? Because a guy that was attending jiu-jitsu started making it, which is the brand that they carry. Mm. And so she was like, you got to really try this. I was like, ooh, this Damn, looks forget really the name of the brand. They're good. Weird. Yeah, they're, they're really good. good. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't know about what's in there. You know, if you're you're not mm-hmm. really sure what that is. And then the taste was kind of like, you know, it's an acquiring taste for some flavors, yeah. you know. So, some are stronger than others. For sure. You know? And then the smell. Well, mm-hmm. well, here, I heard in the motherfucking book that they did a study on um, healthy cultures around the world, people that live long, and one thing they had in common was uh, probiotics. So it, it was either they're eating kimchi or mm. um, some type of yogurt mm. or motherfucking, um, what else? Kombuchas and shit like that, like fermented things, sauerkraut, mm, yeah. bacteria, having good bacteria in your stomach. And, you know, obviously, uh, if, you, if you keep your kids in a bubble and, and they don't, you know, have... All Exposure. that good bacteria, yeah, and and then my dumbass, I'm throwing Splenda down my fucking <laughs> stomach, fucking off my good bacteria. So. I don't fuck, I don't fucks with Splenda. You know what I'm no. saying? I like coffee, know. just cough. Yeah, yeah, man. I might have to go get some some of my baby's cafe de olla. But thank you guys so much. I'm at the Joke Joint every Wednesday. Stay tuned. Let's let's get this bitch lit. And of course, the Latino is fuck tour. That's uh, Latino as fuck, as in superlative. Uh, we have uh, Mid- uh, Midland coming up. We have Waco coming up, Corpus Christi, and so many more dates. Looking forward to June in L.A. I'm looking forward to bringing it back to Texas in August. But all info on chingobling.com. We appreciate the love. Peace. Have Bye. a good day.